Okay, welcome back all of you extraterrestrial loners to the fifth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I'm your host Otis and tonight I am joined by my lovely wife Katie. Hi. And we are reviewing the 2023 American science fiction horror film No One Will Save You. It's so good it doesn't have a tagline. Hit that music. <laughs> everyone this is episode 10 of the fifth annual halloween screamathon we comb through so many new movies that are coming out and older things trying to find the right what's the word the right mix of spooky movies to review but boy howdy sometimes something new will come out and just be so crazy and different and this one popped up on hulu so it's been a minute since we've done a Hulu one. The last one I can remember was Fresh. That was the last Hulu original, I think, yeah. that we did. Yeah. And so, for the initiated, no one will save you. This was written, directed, and produced by Brian Duffield. So, that name might not sound familiars. Familiars. <laughs> but a couple other things that he actually has written was Love and Monsters, and that's one that has been on my radar for a little bit, a little bit of a rom-com in a world full of monsters, Underwater, the one with Kristen Stewart when she meets Cthulhu, and The Babysitter. So he was helping out McG come up with The the Babysitter. I think in the sequel he was an executive producer on it. But Brian Duffield, he has come up with some absolute bangers and some really cool ideas. And with this new one, No One Can Save You, boy howdy, this one, it is about an alien invasion or abduction or an alien attack. But this one's different because it doesn't have that much dialogue in it. There's literally only three words spoken in the whole yeah. movie. Someone has, actually I've seen it in a few places, people have sat down and said that there's only two lines of dialogue, eight words of dialogue, but it is, they, honestly... There's no dialogue in this movie. Uh, it's just a lot of people, just emotion on their faces, a lot of screams. I'll tell you that. If you count a scream as words, then there's a lot of words in this movie. But it's just a lot of screams. Uh, there is music. So there's a line. She does sing a little bit from a song. But it's not technically her talking. It's her singing. But it is about a loner in a town. For some reason, no one likes to talk to her or deal with her for some ungodly reason. But is just a loner in a town dealing with an alien attack by herself. Usually in horror movies or just movies in general, if you fight something, you'll get help at some point. Somebody will be out there to give you a hand. Well, especially aliens. Most alien flicks are like all of humanity versus all of the aliens. It's yeah. never usually just like one person versus all the aliens because that one person is in exile from their town or whatever. Like Yeah. So this this one, she is by herself because no one... Everybody hates her. Yeah, everybody hates her. So she's got to fight just by herself. It's really, really cool. So the star of this movie is Caitlin Dever? Dever? Dever. Dever. Now, Katie remembers her from, and I've watched it too, Last Man Standing. She was the youngest daughter. Eve. Yes. Yeah. And then she was in... Booksmart. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it either, but it won all kinds of awards. It was with uh, Beanie Feldman. They were like high schoolers who were super smart, but they were like... I think the plot was like they were trying to lose their virginity or something, or trying to be mm. popular for like a minute, or trying to go to like a party or something for like the end of high school. They were like about to finish high school, and they wanted to do something that was 
not their normal thing, I think. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I just watched the trailer. So, going from there, uh, Katie, what did you think about No One Will Save You? Uh, <laughs> I liked and also didn't like this film. I don't usually have a problem with movies that are silent when there is some other form of communication being shown. Uh, but this one didn't have anything. There was nothing, and it really frustrated me about it. I think Caitlin Dever did a fucking great job. She was so good at like just the um, showing the emotion on her face, the fear on her face, all of her different like hiding places, a couple of her little home alone plans to like <laughs> defeat the aliens were interesting. Yeah, I liked it. I just was frustrated with the lack of sound because it wasn't like what's that John Krasinski film? Oh, uh, Quiet Place. It wasn't like A Quiet Place, where it was like, you know, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt and their kids, and they are communicating through sign language, and there's, you know, subtitles about the conversation that's happening, and you're getting some sort of, like, where is this going to go? That's there true. was that's none true. of that. She was just silent the whole time, and honestly, there was a point until she, like, screams well not even when she screams because people can scream and still not be talkative i assumed there was something wrong with her because she wasn't actually saying any words until like i don't know 10 minutes from the end when she said her three words (laughs) yeah i there was a moment i thought that maybe she just can't talk yeah but, but but she did sing for a little bit so i was like okay she can talk but i thought there was some reason why she was so quiet and, you know, either way... Yeah, I kept waiting for, like, evil parents or something to be in her house, like, making her be quiet or whatever. I don't know. It was weird. And I feel like the character, like, I know that Caitlin Dever is, like, in her mid-twenties, but she looks very young because she is, like, petite and her face is just really young. So this movie, from the jump, confused me. Because I was like, <laughs> why is this teenager living all alone in this big-ass house? And, like, <laughs> what is happening? Where are her parents? Where is everybody that should be here? But she was a full adult. And it was weird for yeah. me to see Caitlin Devers specifically in this space of being an adult. Even though I know she's a grown-ass woman. She just looks really young. Yeah. I love this movie. So, I don't know if it's a, a slam dunk if you want me to like a movie, but it helps if it's somehow just a little bit different from any other scary movie. You can have a typical based-ass scary movie, and I'll be like, that was fun. That was fun because I was in the mood for something typical and just the same, you know? But sometimes, something a little different gets me just like with uh, Anna and the Apocalypse if you tell me hey I got this musical horror movie I want to show you I'm like oh, that sounds kind of kind of goofy but when I watched it I was like this is amazing the music was great you know there's there's other levels of things you have to take care of if you want to do something different so you better hope the fucking action is great or the story is some type of great or the, just the scariness and this movie did it it was able to explain a story which had itself multiple levels to it. The reasoning that people just weren't talking. I think it just caught everybody on a good day where they just didn't feel like talking. I've done that. I've had days where I just didn't really say much if I was just chilling by myself. But my problem is I like to talk to myself. So if there was just me dealing with aliens at some point, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I would have just said it just out of me just saying things you know i was like i don't i don't have anything to anybody to say this to but i have to say it out loud because i have to voice it for some ungodly reason same but this movie just played with the fact that what if she just didn't feel like saying stuff out loud but no this was a very fun movie just a little different um it seems like spoilers the reviews people really enjoy this movie so this movie, it, it's it's a quick one. Uh, it's 93 minutes. So it gets in and just tells you a story and it gets out. But you can find this bad boy on Hulu. Because like I said earlier, this is a Hulu exclusive. Exclusive. So 
I'm very happy. If they can keep coming up with sweet-ass stories like this, please, please continue it. Um, uh, but honestly, Hulu's track record with spooky-type movies for us, well, it's two out of two. But there's still tons of movies on there we haven't seen, like Bad Hair or Grim Cuddy is another one I keep seeing. But uh, Hulu has a couple of scary movies that we could do. But right now, we'll get there. yeah, we keep picking good ones or ones that are interesting at the very least. So we'll we'll get through this story. Uh, there ain't that many characters in this. There's more aliens than people <laughs> to really to really dig deep and talk about. So we'll get through this bad boy real quick. So we meet up with Bryn. Bryn is her name, and she is a, for all intents and purposes, for what we see, some type of a seamstress. But she is working on a model of the town, I assume, she's living in. So just like the couple in Beetlejuice, where they're working on that model of the town. There's another movie we watched where someone was working on a model of the town. I can't remember off the top of my head. I just know Beetlejuice is like the other group. But there's somebody else that was working on a model of their town. But... Um, once again, off of context clues or just little pictures or things go by, she's still living in her childhood home. So uh, either her parents are dead or they're gone. Uh, we do see that her mother is gone. So at some point, something happens. Like I said, this movie gives you a little bit and it's like, you don't really need to know this part. But the mom's not here anymore. But Did we know her mom's not there? When yeah. did that happen? There was some picture somewhere. I remember seeing something because... She was talking about her mom, and then she was talking about Maude. Oh, see, I only ever took from it that Maude was gone, and her mom, had, like, that she was an adult. There's, like, a, uh, something that happens at the very beginning where she mentions that it's been, like, a certain amount of time has yeah. passed. And then you're like, oh, well, she's supposed to be an adult, even though she looks like she's 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you realize, oh, she's an adult. So it makes sense that there's not parents here. Like, for some reason, she just lives in this big-ass house. Who, how the fuck did she afford this big-ass house all by yeah. herself in the country? Who knows? Mm. The, there are many questions here that don't line up with the fact that this woman is 22 and living all alone in a giant house by herself. Yeah. But the it's, it seems like the main point of the reason that she is alone, and we don't know for sure why at the beginning, but it, it's tied into her best friend Maude not being around anymore, and she is gone, so... It's so she's working on this model of the town, and she's constantly getting packages, and she's adding to this town. But everybody, even like I said from the beginning, they don't treat her right. The mailman that's dropping off this package for this like very important piece for a model just goes up to her like mailbox and just like slam dunks it on the ground, just walks off like. And I threw it on the ground. Yeah. And she got a call, a phone call, picks up the phone. And the person's about to say probably uh, some fucked up stuff on it. And she just instantly hangs up the phone. Doesn't even listen to it. Because she knows it's someone calling her to tell her she is not a good person. So I was like, fuck, what happened in the past? But she's used to this. So she leads a very solitary and withdrawn life. She's working on her dance moves. Uh, was was it ballroom? I don't know if it was ballroom or... Something like that, yeah. And she's got the little steps on the ground. She's doing that. And she, it seems like in my head, she's working on like, hey, maybe one day I'll be able to do this dance with somebody. Or maybe I'll just dance by myself. But, yeah, fuck, at least I know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we see that one night she hears some noises and she sees that a trash can is knocked over. And she's like, fuck, you know, she she does the sigh of a, fuck, a raccoon got into my trash can, so I gotta make sure to not still in there having a, a meal and knocking all my garbage everywhere. As she is walking downstairs in her gigantic home, like Katie said, uh, boy howdy, the front door is open, and there is a shadowy figure, just like, what was it, Doug? They're like, shadowy figure, walking by, and they're making some really weird, not human sounds and Bryn is quick to be like I don't really want to go down there <laughs> and starts heading back upstairs and just like in this movie any sound and the shadowy figure is like what was up and this movie does it shows the alien 
but it doesn't show them fully outright. Just like in Signs, though Signs showed them, you know, he was at that, you know, birthday party in Mexico. Ooh. But you still don't, the best jump I've ever experienced in a theater. <laughs> you don't see it. You don't get a good look at the the, the Mexican party hopper. But you see it, but you don't really see it as it walks and by. And I think like, that what makes the it worse. Fuck. Like, I think that makes it worse that you don't get. It's not a really clear video. It's like a video of a video, and it's kind of blurry. I yeah. think that makes it scarier because you know, like it was clearly humanoid. It's clearly walking on two legs. It looked into that party and just kept walking, and that's terrifying. Yeah, uh, it's creepy. So Bryn gets an all right look at it through a like a screen, and she's like, "What the." And makes another sound, and the alien's like, what was that? I'm gonna go upstairs. And starts heading upstairs, and so Bryn is hiding. The alien makes it up, makes its way upstairs, and looks around, and once again, with this movie, how it works, all you see is, like, kind of from around the corner, from under things. And the alien, as it's searching the room, and Bryn is under the bed, we get a good look at the alien's phalanges, or its extremities, if you will. And boy howdy, its feet... Are like hands with really long fingers on it and it stands and then raises itself up by its finger toes onto its toe like fingertips and finger- it just walks it starts scuttling finger toe tips it <laughs> is the sound of the scuttling is horrific it is the grossest <laughs> coolest thing uh I, yeah. I it horrified me to see yeah these very strong toes scuttle this body around now it's funny. Online, I saw someone say, hey, no one will save you's pretty good, but if you got to think about toes, you're going to have a bad night. And I, was, I didn't understand what that meant. So I was like, oh, maybe somebody gets their toes bit off or something. No, what they meant was the, the fucking villains have toe fingers, and they're fucking gross. And so I'm glad I don't got a toe thing, because I'd have been like, I just throw up on myself like a baby. I'm like, I'm sorry, Carrie, I can't watch this. <laughs> It was, it's gross. (laughs) And just like, I I, I gotta go clean up. I'm not watching this. It was, it was like, they show them scuttling and you can hear the scuttling sound. Like as it's running through the house and you're like, why is it making that sound? Like, is it clicking from its mouth or whatever? And then she hides underneath the bed and they like full on show its feet things. And it stands on its hands, like on the, what would be the palm of its hands, its hand feet. I don't know what the fuck we're calling it. But it like stands on its palms and you're like, okay. Fine, that's feet. Uh, sure. And then when it raises up onto those toes, it causes such a visceral reaction because your brain, like, can't fathom that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> gross. so gross. My face. If I was under that bed and that toe hand just, like, whoop, and raised it up just a haul. It's like Ugh. Thing from the Adams Family. If there were two hands, and on top of those two hands was a six-foot-tall humanoid alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so gross. It's so gross. Like, it's not bad when it's just a hand. You don't think too much of it when it's just, you know, thing. And he's just, like, you yeah, know, scuttling around. Yeah. He's like a spider. He's like a large spider because he's just a hand. But no, this is full-on walking around on fingertips. <laughs> gross. Yeah. So, at this point in the movie, uh, just like any good cat and mouse horror situation thriller, it, you know, Bryn's got to be smart and try to get her way out of the house. Uh, boy, howdy, this situation is rough because there's sounds outside, there are lights going off outside, so she doesn't know how far this reaches, this invasion's going down, maybe it's just her house, you know? And she's like, yeah, let's go get this quiet girl real quick, let's snatch her up, should be a slam dunk. Well, she's on the outskirts of town, too, yeah. so. So, as she's in the kitchen, she starts dealing with cabinets opening, doors opening, and she gets trapped in between the fridge, the doors of the fridge and the freezer closing her in, so she's in between, like, this little cabinet situation, and then we see the toes walk up to the door, and then the finger, toe fingers grab the top, and then you see the top of the head coming over. And Alien's like, hello. (laughs) And so she fights her way around. And we see that, oh, my lord, these aliens, it might just be this alien, but they kind of have telekinesis in their back pocket. And so doors are getting ripped off their hinges and flying toward her. And she gets hit in the head. 
So as she is fighting, uh, the model of the town gets flipped up and thrown at her, and she actually uses a piece of the town's school bell tower and stabs the alien in the head. Hooray, you killed it. Movie over. You did it. So the alien goes down, and she is super duper confused about life. So hooray, you made it You made it through night one of alien attack. So Bryn, later on, she finds out that all the electronic devices, so they cut on when she was in bed, and then they cut back off. So whatever these things are, they're able to just, I don't know, use an EMP, or they got a little, I assume they got a little controller, and they're like, oh, turn on that shit on real quick, and we'll see what's happening here. And they're able to cut stuff on and off. So her car does not work, and she like leaves the alien body at her place because she don't got a fucking front door anymore. She covers it with a blanket. Yeah, but she leaves to head into town to get some help, get, get some cops out here. I'm tell the cops about it. Like somebody's got to come out and see this fucking alien body in my front entrance way. Yeah, so she gets on a bike and she is scooting down to town. So she passes by another house, and it seems like that house, uh, they did not win their fight. It's just ransacked. And then there's an overturned mail van. So the mailman earlier that was peeing a piece of shit to her, uh, his van is all types of flipped, and it looks like he did not make it out good. He's not dead in there. It's just that he did not win his fight. Yeah, uh, we don't know where he's at, but he ain't there. So there was a weird circle in her yard, and she was like, oh, the grass is all... It's yellow where the, 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 the circle is. And so she's, like, watering her yard, as she's riding her bike down the street, there are multiple houses, and they have multiple circles in their yard. Yeah, we get, like, a cool drone shot of her traveling from her house to, into town, which is quite a distance. She's, you know, deep on the outskirts, like, out in the country. Yeah. And we get this cool aerial shot of her biking, scooting down the road, and all of these houses, like, there's so many, like, tiny little crop circle-looking things everywhere, in yeah. everybody's yard. Ugh. So it... it very quickly on her little ride into town goes from okay well it was just her house she was just being attacked like it's a one-off to no there's some serious shit happening yeah like this whole everyone out here in the country got fucked so as she heads to the police station she meets up with the police chief and his loved one as we his saw wife yeah but for what we see, is like, oh, hopefully it's the wife. You know what I mean? Well, no, they we were saw, together. They already say it uh, beforehand. Yeah. Because she sees them in town when she was in town before. And hides. And then she writes a letter, and she's like, I saw your mom and dad yeah. in town. So uh, they look at each other, and before Bryn can say anything, she's kind of tongue-tied huh? at this point. The mom spits in her face and walks out, and the police chief has a face of, shit, I'm sorry, but... I'm sorry, but also you deserve that. Yeah, so. I'm going to walk out. Uh, I apologize, kind of. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, not sorry enough to actually say that I'm sorry. Yeah. And so Bryn runs off and has herself a little bit of a... Panic attack. Pan yeah, because it seems like she doesn't talk to that many people. And the fact that she went in and was like, I gotta say something. And she tries, and everybody's like, fuck you. And she's like, oh, that's why I don't do this. <laughs> So she hops on a bus, because she seems like she's going to try to get the fuck out of town. So smart. Uh, a lot of horror people are like, this is my home. I'm not leaving. And I'm like, going to defend it. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Okay, well, you're stupid. Okay, Kevin McAllister. Yeah. <laughs> this is not worth it. This is my home. I have to defend it. No. <laughs> so You're a child. Just walk she, away. It's yeah, fine. As she's sitting on the bus, ready to scoot out of town, uh, several of the passengers, they kind of get up. One passenger at the beginning gets up. And you can see the camera angle just gives enough room. You can see him get out of their seat. It's blurry. They're blurry And in the back. sit down right behind him. And then he was just, like, moving too much. And I told Katie, I was like, why is that man moving so much? Oh, no. I don't like it. <laughs> it see, it, it took him, like, for the guy to be right behind her and moving a little bit too much. But for me, my girl instincts, the second that that man got up and started moving towards her, I was like, bitch, get up, get out. You're about to get raped. My brain immediately went to, you are in danger, move. The second that man stood up, I was like, nope, it ain't good. It ain't gonna be good. Yeah. So she gets up because she feels the weirdness behind her. 
And the person grabs her, and she's like, who the, you know, her face is like, who the fuck? Why are you grabbing me? And then the throat of said person makes a weird alien sound, and it starts rippling, and something is moving in that person's throat. And now she realizes, oh, my lord, this shit ain't over. <laughs> and if, like I said, from Kanji's clues, we can assume that all the people that got grabbed got something put into them, or they are not the right person or the aliens jumped in their body we don't know yet but it's very much a uh uh was an invasion of the body snatchers kind of situation yeah, definitely uh with uh donald sutherland when he like you know when the main character's like oh my god you were a pod person and he just opens his mouth and starts screaming and his mouth is all like at a weird angle yeah yeah spoilers if you have never seen that movie uh, that's right at the end but it's a really good movie <laughs> uh yeah that was like the legit end of it but uh, she gets off the bus. The bus driver, like, hits the brakes, and the guy falls, and he's all in a weird pile. But the bus driver doesn't seem like he is on Team Alien, so she scoots off. So, But not- other people on the bus yes. are. Other people, as she tries to scoot off, other people on the bus try to attack her as yeah. well. So it is not a full assimilation of this town, but boy howdy, it's getting there. If there's ten people, probably, like, six or seven of them yeah. have been snatched at this point. So... As she is running, uh, her bike is all types of just forgotten where she, where she left it at a bike rack. She ends up at a church, and the church is deserted or locked down, which and, is weird. Yeah, and then she visits Maud's grave, and yeah, she's. We learned that Maud was only twelve when she died. Yeah, and we saw from an earlier letter that she was writing that. She had she so she's been writing these letters to Maud throughout the film. Um, she writes, you know, I saw your parents in town today. I couldn't bring myself to say anything to them. End of letter. And then another letter was like, um, I can't believe it's been ten years, which is how we know that she's twenty two at this point. And um, she says, I'll, I don't think I'll ever be able to forgive myself. Yeah. And that's it. Like we we're just getting little tiny snippets of like. She, her and Maude, like, a thing happened, Maude ended up dying. Damn. Everybody hates her. (laughs) So, uh, she sees a ton of creepy people just, just walking around, like, making just little circles, and they're all kind of holding hands, looking around, and their skin is just starting to ripple. Something's in their bodies, and it's just like, So it honestly looked like they swallowed fishing lures or yeah. like a couche ball. Like, yeah, it was oh, just man. like it was so that's such weird. A, that's such a creepy fear, like swallowing a giant that. couche ball in what the yeah. second Final Destination movie where that kid's getting a dental exam and something like a couche ball falls in his mouth. Oh yeah, the little fish from it was like a mobile of fish. Yeah, on and the that ceiling. thing fell in his mouth and he was slowly choking because he couldn't move and he was drugged and he was like, "Oh god," you know, and then the yeah, nurse also, came in and took it out. How dare the dentist not notice that? Yeah, well, I mean, you leave the room, you don't hear any noises ever. So, you know. Uh, yeah, I guess. 17 Some, but you wouldn't just leave somebody drugged. I know. But yeah. 17 things fell in that room here, hear none of that. But the nurse came back. Final and like, oh, destination is Jesus. chaos. You know, I will never drive behind a logging truck ever yeah. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Bryn realizes that she's all alone. She has to defend her home from the you know the bumbling aliens. Two of them coming together. One tall, one one chunky, and she's got to fight them off all night. <laughs> Fucking Marvin Harry <laughs> alien. <laughs> so she puts a couch. In front of the door, I think she props the door back on, but it's no, no, no. She she blocks the bottom half of the door with a couch, which she did before she left town, so no one would come in and see the dead alien on her ground. <laughs> and then she covers the top half with like a blanket. Yeah, she like nails a blanket yeah. in to cover it up. Shutters all the doors and stuff. So we had a question. Katie was like, "Oh, she's got those shutters on her windows," and she was like, "I wonder where she lives." They filmed this in Louisiana tracks close to new orleans yeah so, hurricane shit that makes sense because yeah. she had like full locking shutters and like that's not a thing here all the shutters like there might be a few houses around town yeah. that have that but most of california does not have shutters that actually like yeah. shut over your window they're just attached to the side of your house like they don't move they're just there for decoration yeah it's so they can be like an here. accent color it's yeah. just aesthetic they don't actually shut there's not a little latch or a lock we don't have a need for that yeah <laughs> so at Bryn's home this evening uh the aliens are like 
Hey, where did where'd Jim go? Did he come back from his little expedition? Oh, Jim ain't back. Oh, Jim dead. <laughs> uh, some of these people on this planet, they don't fucking play. So he probably met one of those ones that whipped his ass. Uh, go, go send down li- uh, uh, li- Little Bill. Send down Little Bill. Oh, it's Harry and Marv. Yeah. Oh, it is Harry and Marv. Marv. Yeah. So Marv is a small one? Yeah, Marv's a little tiny one. But actually, that tiny one, I think, was grown from the thing that crawled yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. So the one that she killed the night before... Like, when she gets back from her adventure in town, she comes back and she is like, holy shit, where's the body? And it's, I mean, it's still there. It just kind of looks like it's gone. She goes over and she kind of uncovers it, makes sure it's all there. And she notices there's a streak of blood, like, from the alien's mouth all the way, like, out the door and down her, like, sidewalk a little bit. And it's in, was in the bushes. And she tried to look for it, but couldn't find it. So then, right now, later, after she's kind of set up her home alone house a small alien enters that is not quite fully formed and it is not standing like fully on its two legs like humanoid and it looks more like a spider yeah we can assume that that was the thing that crawled out of its mouth yeah it's a yeah (laughs) crawled out of the first alien it's a good assumption because we don't get a full explanation that's hairy yeah so i love the look of these aliens now they're nothing special to you know write home about it's just beady eyes or big you know no pupils just black it's honestly eyes. like your typical alien that you would see on anything like yeah. what the world quote the world has decided aliens look like yeah um you know a big like bulbous head with really big black eyes and a teeny tiny like Two little slits for their nose and t- a small mouth. Yeah. And it comes down to a point of a triangle, like, everything. But with these aliens, what they do with their hands and their arms and their legs is what sets them just different from all of their brothers and sisters from other movies. So, Little Marv is putting its arms in angles, like, from what I thought of it, was like Greek alphabets. Little hairy. Little, the short oh, little Harry. And it was weird. And later on, there's a bigger one that is constantly doing symbols. And they look like, honestly, uh, either fucking shapes or Greek alphabets kind of situation. And it was creepy. And this one just keeps sitting down and then, like, setting its arms like the elbows are out. And it just sits there quietly. There's, yeah. there's one point where Bryn sees it and the thing sees her. And she's slowly creeping down the hallway and as she is closing a door, the door is more than halfway closed. The thing is already on its feet and like monkey bar in its way to the door that she just closed. Kind of it that in that moment, it felt to me like that little alien was a cat. Um, because <laughs> oh, yeah. no, because at least our cat does not like closed doors. Yeah. If you close a door in our hallway, she will just yell and yell and yell. Like, besides, a cl- like, a little closet door. If she knows that there's a room on the other side, she will just yell and yell and yell. Like, bitch, open this door. I want, I need to see what's in this room. I need to be in this room. Like, this is my house. How dare you? And I feel like these aliens were very similar. Um, not only, like, the first alien that was there the first night, like, blew all the doors in her house open um all at once like with his magic powers or whatever like blew that shit open but then this alien like was fine just watched her walk away from it perfectly fine didn't have a care in the world was just like kind of observing her and the second she shut the door that bitch was like how fucking dare you shut this door on me (laughs) let me the fuck in i thought you loved me but i now i see that you don't love me so now i have to scratch you it's a cat yeah (laughs) So after a pretty legit scratcher yeah, too, she, Jesus those Christ, things had man. crazy ass nails. So after a pretty solid fight with this alien, she stabs it with a broken mop handle. So she was poking it in the face with the moppy wet side, and then this alien was like, "Psych, get that mop out of my face!" And, and then turned it into a it. weapon. Like, oh, thanks. And she stabs Spears it, it. <laughs> and so she don't kill it outward outright, but it's fucked up. During the fight, a blue creepy light comes into the house and she's holding a pot because she was swinging hot water at this small alien burning it yeah and the pot gets caught in the light and is instantly smushed and i was like "Woo, that is a tractor beam 
right there. And if she got caught in that full body, she'd have been fine. But if part of her was not in that light, it probably would have crushed her. And so that's just the movie showing you that this light is, is nothing to fuck with because it will destroy you if you're not fully in it. So as she gets outside, uh, boy howdy, there is a gigantic, a gigantic alien just on the roof looking at her, makes a sound, and she glances over, and she's like, oh, fuck, there's another one, and she's just wobbling her way in, into the world, and it is stupid big. Yeah, the there's some imagery here when it's, like, on top of the roof, or when, no, when it's, like, on the street or something, like, it's ahead of her, it's kind of far away from her. There's some imagery here that is, like, straight, they took it straight from Stranger Things, yeah. like, and, like, the first time that the like kids body. encounter, like, the shadow monster, the first time they see, like, the big, or maybe even not when they see it, but, like, there's a big shadow monster thing that's happening in the clouds. And oh, the Will, mind flare, yeah. No, not the mind flare, the shadow monster with all the legs. I thought that was the mind flare. No, the mind flare is the smaller thing. No, no, that's Vecna. Uh, or am I maybe. getting them backwards? I don't fucking know. Vec- wow. Vecna's the human thing. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it is. The thing that Will keeps drawing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that for a while they call it the shadow monster. Yeah. And it's just like this alien in this scene is very much the shadow monster. Like it's got all the spidery legs sticking out in weird directions. It can run like scary fucking fast. It is. It's crazy. Yeah. So as she is scooting away from this gigantic spider shaped thing this this mind flayer monster alien she gets caught by one of the humans hey hello fellow human oh no something's wrong with you 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 got stuff your body's doing that ripple thing and so this alien controlled man is dragging her toward outside into the open area because obviously they want her to get beamed up and so right as she's about to get raised up on the tractor beam she drop kicks the guy, and half his body is in the light. Oh no! Uh, we see what the fuck happens to you when you get halfway into a tractor beam. The part that was in the blue seemed like it was trying to move and go on with its life, and the bottom half was completely still. But there was uh, there's a difference. It reminded me of like old video games, like N sixty four or even like PlayStation 1 when you would hit a weird glitch oh, and like yeah. your body like something of the body would just like wig out and like be at a weird angle yeah. that it shouldn't have been at it yeah. was that <laughs> it's 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 not good and that that dude's fucked up so as yeah, she as she's scooting off once again the the giant spider mind flayer type alien is chasing her and so she leads it toward her station wagon and the mind flare gets halfway into the car and is like, what am I doing? This is stupid. It's like, I'm stuck. And it tries to get its way out, but then uh, you can see fluids. He's like, well, he's like stabbing the car trying yeah, to get out. trying to rip, like, rip okay. it apart. And so she uses her little lighter and lights the fluids that are coming out of her car. And that alien catches on fire. There's an explosion. She gets thrown away a little bit. Because uh, cool people don't look in explosions, apparently. Oh, yeah. She's on, like, concussion number three already. Oh, absolutely. And so the alien burns in front of her. And then, once again, uh, a Bren. And I don't know how this this group works, this alien group works. But at this point, they got to be like, fuck, what is she on? Why does she keep doing stuff to stop us? No one else does this. Everybody goes down. They scream and they just sit still. But for some of the reason, she is fighting for her life. So so uh, Flying Sarsa comes by, stops the fires, and then they... Uh, that creature's dead, but it seems like she's being watched while all of this is happening. So, as she is running back into her home, like, she don't know where to go, because outside is scary, inside fucking sucks. It's just, it's, it's not good stuff. So, Did they already put the thing in her mouth? It's about to happen. Okay. Yeah. So, she runs back inside, and it seems like this might be the manager of all of these aliens, the squad leader of this group, and she is trying her best and this this alien is stopping everything she got this is marv i like to think that the big alien yeah i like to think that the alien's able to just kind of counter her because it can read her mind possibly later on they are i think it already knows what's going to happen because it is aware that she's been fighting back so yeah it just knows and so 
this alien throws her through a wall, and then Brynn is like, ow, that really fucking hurt. <laughs> I am concussed once more. And so a red light hits her, and she cannot move. And this alien comes up and spits out that little koosh ball we were talking about. Fishing lure koosh. Yeah, and puts it into her mouth. And it kind of, oh, she forces, the alien forces Bren's mouth open, and the koosh ball goes into her mouth. Now, the second it gets into the throat, you can see her eyes. One eye hits the fucking ceiling. Just, it doesn't come out, but it just looks straight up in the eyes from the other eye did not. So that's how you know you're not controlling your body anymore. Yeah. And so she gets into a hallucination. Now, this is not the first alien movie to do this. There's a book I read that when the aliens take over, oh, shit, the Matrix. You know, the, the robots were like, well, we learned if the humans are unhappy, it's hard for us to get energy from them. So when we capture them, we put them in a place where they seem kind of happy. We put them in a stasis. Yeah. And yeah. so the little koosh ball in her mouth, I assume just in her body, takes her to a world where she... Her house is undamaged. It was all just a dream. She screams and falls out of bed, and she starts crying and laughing. She's like, oh, shit. It was fake. And, hey, Maud's alive. That's different. But I'm happy, but that's different. But I thought she wasn't. And finally, she breaks free of the hallucination because, like I said, depending on the person, if you have some more willpower, just like in the Evil Dead movie, when Ash gets turned into a deadite... Usually that's a wrap. If you turn into a monster, that's it. The the demons in your body and you're in hell. Ash came back because there was enough of a memory of his girlfriend to come back and it forced the monster out of his body. So like I said, if you have enough willpower, you can stop things that are just in your body. So she's able to rip out the koosh ball from her mouth. She like force throws it up. Yeah. And hooray! Bryn is back. Uh, I like to think that the aliens are watching this like, what the fuck can we do to her? Like, right? No one's ever done that before. <laughs> so she runs off and the alien has another plan. This is plan W, you know. And they grow a body double of Bryn from the little koosh ball. So it's, it's a clone of Bryn. So uh, once again, this might be one of the ways that the little humans on the ground are down with the cause so maybe this little tentacle thing turns into a copy or maybe it has enough dna that it just can be you if something happened to you i don't I th- know i think it creates copies and then question mark murders the person that it was before so that it, it can assimilate kind of like um similar to the way the scrolls work yeah um, how they just kind of mimic the other person. The scrolls ended up, you know, they had people sitting in stasis more similar to the Matrix. But, like, a, this is like a scroll invasion where they're not, where they're killing people instead. Yeah. Or we don't actually know. Yeah. <laughs> so, we assume they're yeah. killing people. So, Bryn scoops off into the woods and evil Bryn, uh, alien Bryn, alien Bryn chases after her. And they meet up, and then Alien Bryn just shanks her in the stomach with a sharp wooden object. I, I, it's it's not a piece straight of glass. Up. Yeah. Stabs her, and Bryn's like, oh, shit, I'm gonna die, maybe. But no, Bryn... Bryn said, you stab me, bitch? Nah. No, I stab you. And so Bryn takes out her box cutter. Now, Katie was like, use your box cutter, and she was calling I've been this. i waiting for her to use the box cutter, because they made a point to show her, like... Open and shut the box cutter. Yeah, earlier. And Ka- Katie was calling it twenty minutes before, and I was like, "Nah, that that, that that's that's the Trump card. She can't use it twice well, in horror movies. Use it twice. Nah, in horror movies, you only use an item once, I and know, then that's it's it. Dumb. So she's I'm using a baseball bat for hours. Yeah. <laughs> so she stabs Evil Bryn and kills her. Hooray! Bryn is uh, she's fucked up, but she is still alive. Unfortunately, as she is on a road trying to get out. Uh, that giant, another giant mind flayer alien's like, hey, how's it going? And it starts doing the poses real quick. And then she finally gets grabbed in the tractor beam. Because she is so concussed. Yeah. She has been hit in the head like eight, 18 times yeah. and stabbed in the gut. There's like, only so much running you can do. She's fucked up. Like, I'm so tired, y'all. So she gets snatched up. Now, the aliens, they start probing her mind. Because, boy, howdy, 
something is with this lady, and the she is... The microbe in this movie was interesting, too, because it wasn't just like, uh, we're going to stick you in a machine and then we're all going to see it. It was like all the aliens, there were like a whole bunch of aliens gathered around her body, and they each stuck out one finger like E.T. to her head. Yeah. And then learned, like, got to see her memories. And so it seems like the one question they have is, like, why does this town not like you? Because I like to think that they were in all the people's heads. And yeah. they were like, everyone hates, her. hates you. And maybe that's why you're so good at fighting us. Because you are just a loner. Everybody else runs for help. And then we're able to snatch them up while they're running for help. But you don't do that. Why? So we go back and we finally learn the reasons why... Bryn is such a loner. It's because her and Maud, when they were little kids, had themselves a little bit of a, a issue, an argument, a fight. And Maud pushes Bryn down. And Bryn, her hand lands on a rock. Or her hand feels a rock in the grass. And Bryn stands up with the rock in her hand and swings it at Maud's head and blows her shit up. And Maud dies. And then there's Maud. <laughs> so that's why everybody hates her. Because yeah. of a mistake she made. As a 12-year-old. Yeah. So the whole town is getting like... Getting into a physical fight with another 12-year-old. Yeah. Like, the whole town's like, wow, you're a piece of shit, little kid. This town is a piece of shit. Yeah. And so, it's weird. Uh, the aliens, they talk to each other. We don't get any subtitles to this, and this is one thing that Katie was talking about. Mm -hmm. But we don't understand what they're saying, but... It's chittering and clicking. Yeah. But we can see there's some type of conversation going on, and then some agreement, some... Like, they're like, yeah, you guys fine with this? I'm fine with this. And Bryn is sent back to Earth. But she doesn't have one of those little koosh balls in her body. They She's just... Bryn. They just, they're just Bryn. So sometime later, uh, her wounds are almost healed. She has a mark on her head. It's red. So a couple of days at least have gone by. But now all the people in the town, they wave to her and say hi. But then you see the little ripple on their bodies. Uh, she's having a nice little party outside and she's doing dance moves with another person and everyone's like, man, Brynn is so cool. And Brynn is fine with this. She's like, you guys are better than we, you were before. I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, she got the town she wanted or the people that she wanted. Yeah. To, like, she wanted just association. She wanted to talk yeah. to somebody and she, she wanted thought to belong. that <laughs> the aliens wanted to take over the town and they did. Yeah. All except for her. And they just made their peace with it because she was too much of a hard ass. Yeah. So, and then we get a pan out from the town to just the skies. And there are spaceships everywhere. Like the whole Earth is covered. So, yeah, there, this invasion has probably been happening. So, there's no TV or radio moments in this. But you can just imagine that they have been taking over everywhere. And Bryn, there's probably a handful of people. And that'd be a cool sequel or something. Or just leave it like this. But Bryn seems to be the only person in town that isn't being controlled. Because they're like, hey man, we're cool with you. If you're cool with us. And she's like, shit, better than the people I was dealing with before. And so, that that's, that's no one will save you. <laughs> Hypothetical sequel. Yeah. Okay. Another town full of aliens comes. Like a different spaceship, a different invasion, right? They, like, come to visit this town, and they see Bryn, and they're like, the fuck y'all got a regular person for? Oh, yeah? I'm killing her. We're killing Bryn. And the other aliens from the other town, who are now all disguised as humans, but they got the little tickly thing yeah. in their throat, they all go to attack Bryn, and the aliens from the town, who have made their peace with Bryn, at first are like, fucking good luck, like... Yeah. Bryn's a hard ass. Yeah, sure. And then, you know, a day goes by or whatever, and Bryn is struggling, and the, all the aliens are like, okay, well, Bryn's one of us now. Like, we've accepted her as, like, part of this family, alien-on-alien alien fight. Let's fucking go. That'd and be cool. it just gets chaotic. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. I like that. So, Katie, who was your... I mean, shit. Who was your favorite character and no one will save you? The aliens <laughs> were my favorite character, even though they were the bad guy. Uh, I thought that the look of the aliens was great. The, like, we talked about it for quite a few minutes earlier in the podcast. Their fucking finger feet, uh, finger toes, like, that shit was creepy as hell. The aliens were, like, uncanny valley freaky. Yeah. Um, like, just human enough 
that you're like genuinely scared of them and not so human that it's believable that they're human. I don't know. It was really good. Uh, the aliens were great and they fucked Bryn's shit up. It was great. I'm going with Bryn. Uh, this movie, she went through a lot, a lot of, a lot of fights, mental, physical. It was really fun. I had an absolute fucking journey with Bryn. It, it, like I said, it made me happy to see someone fight so hard because they knew no one was going to help them. I mean, the title of this movie makes a hundred percent sense when you learn why the fuck everything's going down no one's gonna save you you know when someone's like i'm alone fuck it i gotta fight man i don't want to die or whatever they do to people i gotta do this and a very tough final girl you know i loved it so who is your least favorite character in this movie so not a character but like otis kind of mentioned the lack of translation now (laughs) otis we spoke about it at the very beginning and how this film basically has no words um she sings for like a second which doesn't count and then in near the end she is about to die and she says i'm sorry maud she like remembers is remembering or being probed or whatever and is remembering the instances that happened leading up to maud's death and she literally says i'm sorry maud and that's all we get okay so bren is a mute or doesn't want to talk because of her anxiety or whatever her regret from killing uh, mod, that's fine. But then we get the aliens who are, th- they are in this film the whole time. Like, we talk a lot about bad guys only showing up. Like, you only see a couple minutes of the bad guys. This is not the case. These aliens are all throughout this film. And they're yeah. chittering and clicking and conversing with each other. Because there are multiple points where there's a bunch of aliens on the screen. And all it says in the subtitles is chittering, clicking. Instead of what the aliens are actually saying to each other. We don't know the motives of the aliens. We don't know what they are talking to each other about, about Bryn, about Earth, about the rest of the town, about whatever. We have no idea what's happening, and it's all just a guess. And I think that this film would have been slightly better had we gotten a little bit of, like explanation in the subtitles of what the aliens were talking to each other about it's like when you watch a film and you know two characters are speaking in spanish to each other and rather than having a translation of what they're saying in spanish the trans the subtitles just say speaking in spanish I'm like that doesn't fucking help why would you do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know it should say asterisk in spanish and then translate what the fuck these people are saying in spanish Just like it should have said, speaking in alien language with an asterisk and then explaining what the fuck these aliens are saying to each other. It's funny you say that. Some movies, they'll explain everything that's happening with someone from another language saying it and they won't show you the translation. Just like in The Thing, when they're shooting at the dog from the the sky and, you know, Kurt Russell and his group are like, why are they shooting at that dog? Like, let's go out there and see what's up. The Norwegian guy is like, that's not a dog. That's an alien. Yeah. It killed all my friends. Please move so we can kill it. And all they hear is, oh, no, no, no. Like, oh, that dude's fucking Looney Tunes, yeah. you know? So I, I get why they do it. But this movie, they could have put some words in. Well, I, it's, I, it was I frustrating that there just wasn't words. Yeah. Because you, everything that's happening is you guessing based on Caitlin Dever's facial expressions and the things that she's doing. Which she does a great fucking job at. Yeah. But the aliens kind of lack facial expression until they're in a human body so when they're conversing with each other in their full alien form who the fuck knows what they're saying like i don't know i would have liked uh, at least the part where they were on the ship and they all like went into her brain like i just needed a little bit just a couple of lines of like alien dialogue to know what the fuck these things were chittering or like in the abyss when he gets down to the bottom and they're like we're gonna destroy earth fuck this place and then he shows, like, the his girlfriend or his wife that he wants to get back to. And the aliens are like, oh. Love. So there are cool people up there. Okay, uh, we won't destroy it. Turn off the, uh, uh, you know, Armageddon machine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give this guy a ride back up to the surface. You know? Exactly. Something like that would have been cool. Uh, my least favorite character, fuck. Um, I don't really have one. The people that needed comeuppance got it, you know. Uh, they were assholes, and those assholes are gone. 
there was no outward. Vi- I mean, there was a villain. The fucking aliens the were aliens the villain. The villain. But I liked them. Yeah. I liked them, and I enjoyed them. I don't really have one. Uh, I usually Fine. try to have something, but uh, non-applicable. Shit. I enjoyed everybody in this movie, and how I feel about villains or just foils or heels in movies. You're gonna get yours. You know, the old old lady Perkins is like, you're you're a whore, Katie. At some point, her head's gonna be rolling down the street and be like, well, she got hers as you're running away oh, from well, the monster. You know, bye. Like I said, those people they die in these movies. You know, uh, we just watched the movie we're gonna review in a few days, but there's an asshole person just being a piece of shit. He gets his shit in the last minute of the movie, and I was like, hooray! That's what you fucking get, old man, because <laughs> he's an asshole the whole time. But that's just what happens, you know. So I don't have one. So let's do seven word synopsis. Let me get my. I made one on my phone and another one. Oh, I got three of them. So my first one is, why do the aliens have long digits? Now the second we saw the the foot hand, like do a push up with the whole body. I was like, that's a lot. You know, I was ready to throw up in my in my mouth. So and they show their fingers, yeah. and it has, it has two fingers, like. Imagine a normal hand, and then, like, the thumb, the ring, and the pinky are all normal size. But then the other two, what would be the hands that you make, like, scissors with, yeah. are just fucking, like, eight inches long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, why? Why oh, are God, they God, so God. big? Scissor me, daddy alien. Ew. So. <laughs> and they just, like, run at each other. Gross. So. <laughs> That's from a wrestling thing. It's not real scissoring. They use their fingers. So, my next one is, the whole town hates Bryn. Alien assimilation. Hey, the whole town loves Bryn now. <laughs> you know, like, man, fuck Bryn. Man, Bryn's not that bad. <laughs> and the one I came up with, this is an alien movie from my childhood. One day, I will sit Katie down and we will review it. But, my last one is, Fire in the Sky meets Home Alone. So, Fire in the Sky was set up, this was a 90s movie, and it was set up to be a, based on a true story, and I can't remember the main character's name, it's not Richard Dreyfus. it's some actor, but he ends up in this town, and he's like, I just got fucking grabbed by aliens, and I was gone for a couple of weeks, and he's having these, like, Vietnam flashbacks about what happened, those aliens were so creepy, in his little flashbacks, and they were mean to him. They were cutting open his body and pulling stuff out and stuffing things in his mouth and stuff. It was a very scary-looking movie. It was very visceral and scary. And it's just him trying to tell people, hey, man, we need to really figure out what the fuck to do about these aliens. And, like, we don't believe you. And he's having all of these, like, fucking yeah. flashbacks. Uh, my mom loved that movie. It is a very creepy, scary-ass movie with the flashbacks. But... This is like fire in the sky, man. She was fighting for her life. And then Home Alone, like I said, she came up with a lot of cool ideas. She put pots on the on the stove and was boiling them up. She's like, I got something for you. Ah! Throwing boiled water on these aliens. And they were like, damn, that really hurt. <laughs> and then she was swinging the pot. Like, she was trying to think up ideas of things she had around her home. And she did a really good job. Katie. Town of assholes gets fucked by aliens. <laughs> They're assholes. Shit on everything. Yeah. <laughs> then aliens come. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Eve gets shunned, becomes last man standing. <laughs> I can't think of the theme song. It does it barely has one. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like ten seconds and it just fades yeah. into the show. <laughs> yeah. Man. You think her dad would survive this? Uh he'd probably get snatched though. I don't know, he's a survivalist. He's a survivor. That is like, true. That's his whole thing. Oh, you know what he would do? He would sacrifice himself to keep her alive. Well, the two of them would sacrifice themselves to keep the rest of the family alive yeah. because they're the hardcore, like, Well, I assume the other one, like, well, like, she's, like, the I mom think, and the daughter probably get snatched up. Well, though. by the end of the show, of Last Man Standing, Eve is a full-blown, like, pilot in the Air Force. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> she's, <laughs> yeah, she's a, or she's in college to become a, she's at the yeah. Air Force Academy. And, you know, he's a super MAGA Republican dude, but he's a survivalist. He's all into outdoor shit. So he's got racks and racks of guns and he's taught all his kids to shoot and all these things. So So they'd be pretty good for a while. Yeah. Until someone slipped up and did a mistake. Just like it'd be Mandy. Yeah. 
Somebody dumb would fuck one. up. It'd yep. be the dumb one. Somebody would Actually, fuck it'd up. probably be Her Kyle. Husband. Yeah. The husband. Yeah, the husband would fuck up. Yeah. Hey, there's a puppy outside. I'm gonna let it in. Like, don't That's open it. That's not a puppy. It. It's, <laughs> it's an alien assimilated puppy. It's a puppy. little puppy and it just gets bigger as he opens the door. Like, it's oh. a puppy crawling like a spider on its weird, disjointed right? arms. That's a spider puppy, Kyle. You just let every spider puppy in? Like, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be so mad. So... This film released on Hulu September 22nd, 2023. This is a little baby it's movie. brand new. This is a little baby movie. It's just wiggling on its super long. Creepy fingers. Weird phalanges. So, there is a budget, Katie. Mm-hmm. But I could not find a box office of because, not, you know. It's on Hulu. So, what do you think the budget was for this movie? I said $20 dues. Hey. Even though there was only like one person in this film, really, is the aliens. was That was the whole. The, destroying that house. Wrecking that house, and then the CGI for the aliens and the spaceships and the beams of light. Check things. out the big brain on Katie. The budget was $22 dollars Yes. Yeah, uh, probably a lot of CG, man. It was a lot of things. And it looked good. Well, we... I'm curious how it'll hold up in like 15 or 20 years. Yeah. Because it, right now, it looks great. Well, a lot of the it scenes so good. with the alien, they pulled the um, uh, Terminator 2 school of cg that movie is stupid old and the cg still looks great because because a lot of the scenes are at nighttime and shadows help hide a lot of stuff yeah if if a lot of those scenes were in daylight like those don't look that good you know that's why all the superhero movies right now well all the dc superhero movies get done in the fucking dark sepia tone yeah because yeah. it just looks and hide all of our better, mistakes. No, it doesn't look better. It hides mistakes. Well, for them, it looks it better. It will look better down the line. Yeah. So this movie, uh, it did a really good job hiding these aliens. So you don't get a super duper full look at them. But it's like, that's a fucking alien, you know? But yeah. it's not like a, a giant look. So. It was great. Minority kill count. That's a zero. I mean, there's it's probably a lot. black we don't people know. in the town, but we don't know. We don't see any up close, or no one's like, "Help me, Bram," or you know, sign language, "Help me, Bram," or hold up a sign, because no one likes to talk in this movie. Yeah, we don't know. There's a question mark, a few. Yeah. So the number is still at three hundred and ninety. A Tito Turtle, and house in a plane full of vampires. So, do you have anything else to say about No One Will Save You before we get out of here? It's really good. If you have Hulu, you should go check it out. Yeah. Like, if, if you got it, just, just sit down and watch it. My buddies, they ask me for recommendations for scary movies, and then they ask me, like, hey, have you seen this? Have you seen that? And a few of them watched No One Will Save You before I could get to it, and they were like, Otis, uh, I really think you would like this. I'm like, hey, look at you, trying to be nice and cordial Proactive. and show me a good movie and i watched it i was like fuck that was pretty dang good and yeah. people were like really I'm like yeah okay i'll watch it um i've told my friends um one of my friends his wife loves scary movies and i told him hey check out a movie we're gonna do later in this month check out dead stream it's a very fun movie your wife will love it and you'll love it too and like about a douchebag youtuber getting attacked and he's like oh it's so not fun like or don't watch whatever it. bitch don't yeah. watch fuck yeah, uh, my buddy Steve, <laughs> I'll tell him, hey man, uh, The Blackening was really good. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, oh, don't watch it then, bitch. And then he laughs because he, he understands I'm at that point now. I, I Yeah, we're past the point. I, I, I give you something, I'm like, I think you would like this. And he's like, I don't want to. We've watched over 300 scary movies for y'all. And yeah. just fucking listen to us or don't. I yeah. don't care. Have fucking fun not watching it because yeah. it, it's worth your time. Have fun being a grump. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if you watch it. I'm yeah. just telling you you should watch it. <laughs> Please don't come at me in three years saying, oh, did you watch this movie, The Blackening? It was so good. Bitch, I told you about that years ago. Yeah, my fight, that was that was years ago. <laughs> that was tonight. That was tonight I told you about it? Yes. <laughs> Gives him a hug. I'm sorry, Charlotte Murphy. I'm sorry I, didn't, I told you about that movie tonight. <laughs> Love you, Steve. Yeah. So... With that, that is the end of this episode. If you have any other cool fun facts about alien attacks or, I don't know, getting koosh balls in your mouth or weird long fingers, you can tweet Katie at... AllentownPod. We can email it is. AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at... AllentownPresents. What? Great. So this was episode 10 in a pocket in the books out of sight. We have t- uh, 21. I was about to say 11. I'm like, where the fuck am I? 21. Got dementia over here. So- dementia! Dementia! <laughs> 
Uncle Otis has dementia. <laughs> Calm down, Uncle Otis. <laughs> it's Katie and Bella. You know them. Who are those people in my house? Get out. <laughs> God, I love that fucking... Oh, it's so good. Okay, but um, I'm very excited. Like I said, the, the choices we've done are pretty solid. Um, the, coming up in the pipeline, uh, coming soon on Halloween Screenathon, um, we're doing another Nicolas Cage film. And the last, I'd say, decade at this point, uh, he's been he's been out there just doing whatever. Someone's like, I got this idea, and he's like, sure, sure, I'll do it. You know. And I'll pay you a sandwich. Okay. Oh, shit, I already got a sandwich in my hand. Let's do it. I'll take you know? a second sandwich. Yeah, I got two hands, two sandwiches. Let's go. <laughs> he yeah. really is. Just yeah. like, yeah, I'll do it. Dude, he's so cool and weird at the same time. He's so fucking weird. Yeah. And then we're doing one from my past, uh, made by a director of one of Katie's favorite movies from her past. So maybe... Uh, it, favorite's a stretch. Uh, you really like it. I did. I really liked it. My remembering of it. Yeah, like, you, you like it more we, than me. <laughs> when we were getting ready to do it last year, I think it was last year. Yeah. I was really hyped for it because I really liked it as a kid. Yeah. I I, like, it's not great. Yeah, you but like, it's like fine. it more than me. I was That's like, fine. That's a lot. That's <laughs> fine. But no, I'm very pumped. So I didn't say this at the beginning, but the music's probably done now. But that music is flipping the combined effort, flipping the CE anywhere you can find them. Studio Pizzas, thank you so much for the artwork. So, like I said, I'm pumped. We got a lot of good choices out there. Uh, hey, we're going to get some people back. We got some special guests coming up soon. Yep. And, hey, it's Greg. He ain't dead. He's just... Going... It's old Greg. Yeah, old Greg's coming back. Greg just has a very busy life so i don't want to like dox him or anything but he is a really important person vip at his school and he does amazing work with the kids and so uh, he, he's out there winning doing a lot of winning so um he's been very busy last couple of sundays and then he called me up and was like hey you want to do a movie i'm like yeah man i'll do a movie with you anytime but he's like well oh spoilers Oh, I want to do Cocaine Bear. Well, I guess we're doing fucking Cocaine Bear. So soon enough, we're finally going to do that movie. Because we've been wanting to do that for a hot ass minute. So, yep. like always, thank you so much for listening. And we will be back tomorrow with another scary movie. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Uh, I don't really have a good tagline for this. I also can't make that weird... I was going to make that chattering oh, sound yeah, that yeah. the aliens make, but I can't make a good yeah. I guess it would be my nails on this. Yeah, that's worse too. That's like how they sounded crawling across that floor. Jesus, man. Just... Fucking feet were the worst. <laughs> the fucking worst, man. Gross. Yeah. Okay, bye guys. Bye.